Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shall I start things off? Yeah, go on then. What the hell are we doing here again, sis? Seriously. Ah, well, you'll see. Um, I thought we would do our first ever bonus episode because of the release of the Zack Snyder cut. And I thought it would be really interesting to get you guys' opinion on it, have a little chat about it. See if you recommend it for what for viewing, because I haven't seen it and you guys have. So I think it's a really, it still kicks with our format of someone being blind to the topic. But I would love to hear your thoughts because I know people are getting a bit mad about the Snyder Cut. Mm. So, uh, yeah, guys, uh, welcome to, and that's how I messed up, a bonus edition talking about the Zack Snyder Cut. Let's go. All okay, right. bro, um, do you want to start this one? Okay, as, a, as n- not a fan of the Snyder DC films... So, like, your Man of Steel, your Dawn of Justice. I do not like any of those films uh, for these particular reasons. They weren't my superheroes. They weren't my Superman. They weren't my Batman. Um, like, 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 Man of Steel, if I had to choose out of those two, I would probably choose Man of Steel if I had to choose. Okay. But I just felt they were just too much. They were both just dumb. Wow. Like, like. The one saving grace for um, Dawn Justice was the Batman scene when he just took down at warehouse. That was one of its. That's probably that's probably the best scene in the film. And the moments with Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman, which I thought were pretty cool. Mm. Um, but again, I've, I've said this. I've said this. I've said this multiple times. The the infamous Martha scene. Like, oh boy! Oh boy! Like, oh no! Basically, okay. I'm 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 gonna translate it to what, what what they were trying to what they were really saying so it's a translation of what Martha why you say that name this is the translation wait your mom's name is Martha dude my mom saves Martha holy shit oh I'm holding crypto oh fuck me right away get up here man what the fuck man why are you saying so 
Oh, shit. And your mum's still alive? Oh, my God. That's so awesome. Oh, Martha, right? Am I, am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what, what's this about? About Lexi French? Oh, okay, sure. We'll sort, we'll sort that out. Done. That was basically that was basically translation of what, what, what happened between them. Because that's just... It, it's just dumb. It's dumb because in my in my in my Batman in my or Batman in my eyes, my Batman would basically okay. Don't know if I really trust Superman, so we're going to watch him. We're going to study him. We're going to find out who he is, and boom, like yeah. my Batman would have found out who he was, where he lived, where he came from, in about accumulate a, the data, isn't it? Yeah, the data yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it would, he would approach him. Like he would approach him, said, "Okay, this is what this is what this is what I know." Blah blah blah. Like for example, there was um. The old, the old school um, DC cartoons, um, the um, oh, I forget the names, um, the the Paul Denny cartoons, like your Batman, uh, Batman animated series, the DC animated, um, the Superman animated series. They did a coll- they did a collaboration with, which was called the World Fi- World's Finest, where Batman and Superman met for the first time. When that happened, Superman, Superman figured out who Batman was by just looking through looking through his um, looking through his um, costume. Batman found out who Superman was a few minutes afterwards by just by following him, studying him, finding out who he was, and then they literally had came to came to, um, came together and spoke about the situation, understood mm. it. But like, but Batman was, but Batman in Batman and Dawn Justice was like, he's the enemy, he's an alien, he's gonna kill us all, we must kill him. Yeah, motherfucker, for what? I mean, th- there's been a lot of this of this very weird kind of like downplaying of some of the key aspects of characters in DC that I've noticed. Especially mm. a Batman, because mm. I'm like, this is somebody who is cl- an amalgamation <coughs> of like Sherlock Holmes, Tarzan, bless you, um, and you know, um, other characters of note. Intelligence is key to Batman. That's like that's who Batman is. Is intelligence, mm. and for and I've noticed that that's being downplayed. It's just uh, mm. uh, it's like what I mean to me. It's happened from the Nolan version, and y'all know how I feel about the Nolan version of Batman. Mm. Um, I felt that the intelligence part has been downplayed a lot. I felt there have been other characters who displayed more intelligence and more of Batman's traits or Bruce Wayne's traits than the actual people who should have been displaying those traits, if that makes any sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, and, like, Justice League, the Snyder... Let's call it the Snyder Whedon cut, because, like, let's not, let's not try and say... Whedon was all to blame for it because at the end of the day, I'm not liking the motherfucker right now these days. But mm-hmm. him and it's both his work and Snyder's work put together. So um, especially after watching the Snyder cut, I wanted to like that film so much. I really, really tried so hard to like that film. I yeah. couldn't do it. It wasn't good, and it was just it was like you, like the DC fan lo- um, fan, uh, fan loyals will 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 sing its praises for 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 love nor money or whatever but it, it it's not a good film it's just all over the place you can tell it was it was seen through two it was done by two different people you can, you can plainly mm. tell and that's where the problem lies because obviously both directors have different styles and it shows so severely and mm. considering what's happening with um mr whedon and um, and the ray fisher situation it you could t- and then you see the sign of clock you can see a huge difference in what Snyder had had in store for Ray, because mm. like I, I, I said, I said from day one, Ray Fisher was probably my favorite thing about the Whedon Snyder cut because I, I thought, did say that, yeah, like his voice sounds like chocolate. It was sexy as fuck, and he gave a <laughs> fucking amazing performance as Cyborg, and yeah. um, 
in this Nidal cut, you see it even more so. And it's like, I was like, where was where was this? Where where was this? This was. Mm. This is, give, give me this. Give me this in my veins, please. Give it to me. I want. I want more of this. And you gave me more of it. And um, the Snyder Cut delivered. It just felt like a f like. It felt like a full film. You could see what he had planned. Like, at, like, like for me, DC films have been felt. Like they've always been trying to beat Marvel in a race that Marvel. Yeah already had a head start on instead yep. of trying to treat it like a race treat it like a just walking apart because at the end of the day with a walking apart you can take your time you can appreciate yep. the view you can tell yep. you can figure out what you're doing you can just you can just chill out and that's what this film felt like it just felt like a chilled out strolling apart because it told so many intertwining stories that all came into came to one it wasn't a mishmash of a mess it was just a solid film okay big man what's your thing what's your thoughts Okay, now <laughs> I have to laugh because you made some valid points, and without kind of repeating everything you said, my problem with DC is pretty much none of the films really stood out to me. Don't be me wrong, Man of uh, Steel, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed, and I think one of the issues many people had, which obviously you mentioned that that wasn't your Superman. I totally understand that. I know you're a massive Superman fan. I'm not. But He's not. I'm not. But it wasn't my Superman. Like I'm not my Superman. Fan. <laughs> but I know my. I know. But I know. When I say my Superman, it's it's what Superman should be to me. Like I've seen. I've seen the Superman that I've read or seen, like in my in Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Occasionally, before he started talking, Dean Kane, mm -hmm. Tom, um, Tom Welling, yeah. um, Tim Daly does a voice for Superman in the animated series. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen my. I've seen my images of Superman that I've read and. So that's, those are my, that's why I say, that's why I mean by Superman, but I'm not a big Superman fan, but mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about, but I get what you mean, but yeah, go for it. But I mean, for me, the reason why I liked Man of Steel, because it kind of changed with the times. I mean, how many Superman comics did we read where a lot of things he would just allow and like try and read them with them and talk to them? In this one, if he hits, if you hit him, he's going to hit you back and hit you back tenfold. Granted, he probably caused a hell of a lot more damage than good, which <laughs> is a problem everyone's saying. And which I have to admit, yeah, he did block a hell of a lot of buildings for what reasons I really don't know. But you know what? It was something different, and I enjoyed it. Moving on to Dawn of Justice, the theatrical cut, I'm like, eh, it wasn't too bad. Then I watched the director's cut, and loved. Granted, it was a little bit long, but I loved how dark Batman was. And I could, like I said, that's what you pointed out yet again. It's not the Batman that we all read or watched years ago. It was a different edge. He, he had a chip on his shoulder. He was pissed. He was angry with the world. And just forever cussing and just miserable throughout the whole thing. But for me, that kind of worked. And fair play to Affleck for the way he, put, he portrayed that role. I didn't think he had it in him, but he nailed it out of the park. Side note, for me, the worst DC movie of uh, the current trend is One Woman 84. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't uh, watched it uh, Oh, Jeez, wow, yeah. wow, wow, Tara hit it too, okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You, you have to watch it again, mate. It's all right, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best timing ever. Best mm, timing that ever. That was like great timing right there. <laughs> yeah. So after like what going through that Christmas, I thought, you know what? The Snyder Cut, how bad is this really going to be? And I braced myself. I was ready to cuss. Um, 
I got home, got home from work, saw it was on. Let me just sit down and just take this all in. And four hours later, when the credits were rolling, I stood up and applauded because this is what I wanted to see. And obviously, I'm not going to spoil it for those that haven't seen it yet. It was just the key little things. And one of the main things that stood out for me, which you've said again, Cyborg. Hmm. Everything. I mean, for a man that basically was a cameo appearance in the original cut, in this, for me, he's actually the heart of this film. Mm. He's, to me, I think actually had more screen time than than, um, than Batman. He was pretty much throughout. I'm pretty. Do you know what Yeah, I think he had, yeah, he had. He definitely had more screen time than you. You probably had the most screen time out of anyone, to be fair. Yeah, and even the way he portrayed the, everything was spot on. Even and this pains me to say because I don't even like the guy. Was it called uh, Israel? What were his name? Is that played the Flash? Oh, oh, um, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Ezra. As, not a fan of him. Mm. Not, this was even way before he attacked that random woman and said it was a joke. But in the original cut, Barry came with very thick. Yes. And, yeah. And I, to be fair, I wanted to knock him out every time I saw him. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. But in this one, he actually has a heart and he makes a lot of sense. Even the part when he saves Iris, I like that scene. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, cause, yeah, cause that, cause that scene, oh, is that supposed to be Iris? Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking to myself like, "Is that was virus?" And then it made sense; it, it was. But yeah. like, um, yeah, I found him more bearable because, like, 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 just reading does that trope in, in most of the things he does is that he has to have that annoying, comic relief character. Yeah, and he overdid it with Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller was annoying, but but in the in the Snyder cut, he was subtly annoying. But yeah. it was, but it made sense. Yes, it did. And I, I'm, I'm like, when it, I'm like, because like there was that scene. I can't remember in the, um, in the, the Whedon Snyder cut where they're basically that scene where um, Batman Batman's trying to give him a pep talk. Mm. I'm so glad that didn't happen because yeah. just like it, it was just like it was it, it was just like you know, he's like just do just, it, it, there was no talking. It was basically like everyone knew what they needed to do to save people and they did that. But um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, like everyone. I just felt everyone felt better. I think the only the, the only weird bit for me mm. was um, about actually no, I don't. I'll be kind of a spoiler actually. You might spoil it. Yeah, um, might yeah, spoil it yeah, yeah. There's a sec. Like I, I'm gonna try and say it without mm-hmm. saying it. If that makes sense. There's okay. A, there's a character that appears, and you're like, oh, okay, and. That person looks very weird, considering that you've already seen that character before in another film, mm. and, and you can tell like they had different ideas for him. So it was very weird to see that character, the way that that character was. <laughs> oh, let's, so let's see, you're, you're trying. I'm so trying. trying. <laughs> you don't want to spoil it. I'm I, gonna stop. I, I'm gonna stop because I just sound. Like, I just. I, I, no, I'm done. I'm done. Never mind. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said I. I haven't seen it. Um, husband has lost his. He lost his. I'm not even gonna say what my husband said when he stopped. Finished watching it. Um, because I don't think it's suitable for the airwaves. Um. Because <laughs> what, what we've said over previously, so I don't think it can't be that bad. No, no, this, no, this is bad. This is bad. Um. <gasps> This oh, wait, is the thing, thing you told me last night? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it's quite bad. Never mind, take it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Several things were said. Expletives were said. C words were said. Um, <laughs> but I I have always... I, I do like Zack Snyder's work. And just because I like someone's work doesn't mean I can't critique them. Yeah. Um, 
I have not been a fan of the DC stuff, but I like Zack Snyder's Eye for like Dawn of the Dead remake done by Zack Snyder's one of my favorite horrors. It is, it's up there. I buy it every time. Mm. Um, Watchmen. Watchmen is my favorite. Um, and I think, as I said to I think Brav and my, my husband, I do feel like Watchmen reminded people that the characters weren't redeemable. Mm. And I think that got lost in a lot of the hype around Watchmen being one of the greatest comic books ever made. Um, and he does have an eye. And sometimes I feel like when when Zack is off, he's off. But when he's on point, he has really good, he knows when to put up certain things and when to lower. So he, he knows where to put the spotlight. And the fact that he chose to put that more onto Cyborg makes the film really interesting for me. I think the issue with Whedon, and I've seen it more since we've watching Assemble and Ultram, mm. is some of the things the Whedonism that we got used to now are getting overplayed. Mm. And now I'm hearing rumours about how he was treating people on set. Oh, yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr., like banning them from eating on set. You're apparently, no. apparently, yeah, it's banning, 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 like all them, all like Mark Ruffalo, all those guys were banned from eating on set. So they, so they basically became a thing where it forced those guys to kind of unify together. It's, it's it forced Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., um, all those guys to kind of come together as a, this is bullshit, and they were hiding food around set to mm. eat. And it's like, oh, okay power trip what are we talking about here and i was i was thinking about the direction of different i, I do kind of like the idea of having different directors give a different feel to the films and i think that's one of the strengths um of it but i i, I have to say some of the stuff now rewatch ultron even before this stuff came out about whedon it was a bit more like this is heavy this is really heavy-handed you're playing this too much. You're playing that funny thing. Because everyone starts being that funny wise guy. It's like, we don't need everyone to be Xander from Buffy. Mm-hmm. Xander from Buffy is Xander from Buffy. I don't, yeah, we, we get it, but stop. And that's why, and if you look at that beat compared to, for example, Thor Ragnarok, the funniness hits different because the humour hits very different. Even though there were similarities between that kind of off-key, uncomfortable humour, they both just hit different. There's much more of a comfort, I find, was I feel like it's a bit rote with uh, with Whedon. And I think that translated into, I think it was already going that way from Assemble and Ultron. So then going from that with that same note, I'm just putting that in to the Whedon Snyder cut of Justice League. It's it's there for all to see. And this is apparent. I mean, bruv, you said last night that you that you watched it and you didn't even, you didn't even see the time. Yeah, which is like, which is a thing that you want. You want yeah. to if you're watching the film like that, especially for the length of that. Because what's it? Four hours? Four hours. Like that? Yeah. Four, four hours and two minutes. And you're literally like going, shit. Where did the time go? That's yeah. that's what you want to feel, right? Yeah, because like because like with um, Dawn of Justice, I found myself looking at time to see how long I had left because I wanted to end. Mm, but with um, but with um, but with um, um, Justice League Snyder Cut, I was like, what time is it? How have I been watching this for? Holy shit! What the hell? Okay, it's that time. Fair, okay, but I'm still gonna watch it. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> and that's the thing when you're watching the Snyder version, it's you just realize how completely different two films can be. I mean, mm. the vertical cut it starts by Batman uh, taking out one of those flying type. What is it called? Uh, the parademons. 
Yeah, this is completely different. I mean, look at this Wonder Woman's first scene. How hella dark is that compared to the original? Dude, that's what, that's, what, that's what brought me in. What only was it? Actually, I don't want to wait. Can I say that person? No one, actually, the only yeah. people, I can say this one thing. Um, yeah, not only was it weird to see Robbie G in it, I was like, oh shit, Robbie yeah, G. That's Robbie G. <laughs> I was like, Robbie G, my man. <laughs> Rapid, I love it. And, um, and then like hearing, but hearing, but hearing like the, hearing like the fucking terrorists go like, don't you fucking move. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? Like they, they, like, like, like the swearing took me aback. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. But it wasn't like, oh, I just doing it to be, to be tropey or whatever. But no, they were doing it because technically in that situation, you'd be doing it. Like yeah, when you, when yeah. you heard, like when you heard certain people, like certain people characters, like main characters swear, you're like, yeah, can't blame him. Yeah. Let him say that. Let him say fuck yeah. the world. Let him say, <laughs> let's say, him, let him say, go on, go on. No, I was going to say, one of the things which I noticed, and I don't know if you did, you probably didn't, because it wasn't noticeable for many at the time. Mm-hmm. The scene where uh, Barry's talking to Bruce in the car and they drive off. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the massive billboard sign, what they drove past, what it said? No, I did not. Right. Don't tell me I'm going to rewatch it. No, right. So obviously it was made common knowledge that... Uh, this one was dedicated to Zach's late daughter. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, Bruce and uh, Barry drive past the motorway driving up, there's a massive billboard saying, you're not alone. A suicide prevention contact number. And I said, that just shows you how the man is thinking. Mm. There's little notes he has throughout the film, which are just taken out, which means bigger things. And fair play for him to doing that. Fair play for coming back. Fair, yeah. fair goddamn play to him because he didn't owe anybody anything. Like, Zack Snyder did not owe anybody anything in this. Man's daughter, you know, has passed away. He's got enough to do with his family. And if he was like, I'm out of the game, I'm done, I I would personally understand. Because I'm like, mm. if that's traumatic for you to work in. But the fact that he was like, I hear what you guys are saying. But I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this cut. And I mean, I had a feeling it was gonna be. Um, I had a feeling it was gonna be something special when Kevin Smith was barling. Yeah. When I saw <laughs> Kevin Smith just being like, "You guys, the Snyder cut. I wish you could see it." I'm like, "Oh Jesus, Kevin's a mess. Oh God, I bet it's good." Mm-hmm. Um, there was parts where I lost my shit and in mm-hmm. my inner. DC. That's what it should be. Yeah. Whether, as as far as I'm concerned, and this is why sometimes I get really sick of people being like, the comic book movies, like, and I just not really my thing. I'm not really in such a challenging. I'm like, bitch, you know what? That's on. That's that's on you. If that's, if that's not what's done for you, that's fine. But I've enjoyed, for example, on back on TikTok, people sharing like the last scene. Of Avengers sharing, you know what happens at the end when everyone rocks up for the for the proper Avengers assemble scene. And I remember being in the cinema and knowing how that felt. Mm-hmm. And the things you're all talking about is feeling. So whether it's you like DC or you like Marvel, and that's the thing that I've always been vexed about for DC fans. I'm like, don't take mediocre, don't ex- don't accept this crap, and say yes, yeah, fine. No, bun it, return it. Say I'm not eating that. Are you out of your mind? Why am I eating spam when them lot got filet mignon or they got steak? I don't want that. And that's that's the thing I've been pissed off about. Whether you're a DC or Marvel thing, a Marvel person, 
or you know if you prefer what have you like y'all know how i feel about x-men y'all know i love x-men for the death but mm. i will you know i will drag x-men free i will drag that thing and X-Men, wipe my X- pot with it X- every X- goddamn X-Men what? sorry X-Men, x-men what there you go thank you very much followed heard, by dark phoenix sorry another thing you haven't heard of but i will drag that and i'm a fan i'm a fan and because i'm a fan i know how it could be better and how it could be improved Dark but Phoenix. sometimes I feel like with the with the DC the, the films the DC uh, the DC have put out have been rubbish, Dark and Phoenix. it's almost like sorry bro it's okay don't, don't worry don't worry okay. no, oh do you mean the, you mean you mean the comic book right the comic book that's fine anyway what was that. Nothing, I don't know, I don't know, some okay. feedback on the mic, because right, cool, it's very cool. weird to know. I'm going to edit that out. Cool. Okay, cool, that's fine. <laughs> um, but that's my point, and I don't feel, I feel like sometimes when I've seen people go, yeah, I mean, it's all right, it's not bad, but, you know, it's a DC thing, so it's like, no, back. Tell them it's crap. Tell them to do better. I mean, Jesus Christ, we got some crap before we got some of the recent, and even from the recent films, I still take issue with some of them. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Dark World is not my favourite. Cat. First Avenger just remains one of my least favorites. You're just being, uh, well, per, well, personally, I, think, I, I personally think Shantos is being really rude and being mean for no reason whatsoever. She's saying that films are bad <laughs> because she hasn't got taste, and that's her problem. What's upon? Just saying, just saying. That's mm-hmm. her problem, really. That's her uh-huh. problem. Just saying, mm-hmm. sure, just saying. sure, Jan, just sure, Jan, sure. Um, it's going Jan. Anyway, um, that's that's my thing. Is that some of the stuff that's come out has been mediocre at best. Wonder was all right. But it's almost, and it's almost like, it's not in you rushing, brother's right, it's not in you rushing to catch up with what Marvel are doing. Pay it. How many good, because I mean, imagine, imagine you lot, imagine they like, you know what, on this, we're going to reset the whole thing, we're just going to do hush. We could all be like, excuse me, oh, 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 oh. count no, no, me in, think... count me in, right. I'm going to watch will... that, because you're like, and they're like, we're going to give me two movies. Yes, please. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Make it good, make it good. And it's going to come out in five years. Okay, fine. I'm fine because I'm like, take time with it. Stories are there. The stories that exist that are there. So put them out. But to me, I'm fed up on DC fans' behalf. It's like, you lot should not be taking mediocre. And I'm glad that the, that the Snyder Cut is delivering the goods after so damn long. I am really happy. And when Bruv's, Bruv's my, my, my kind of barometer. When Bruv's like, yeah, don't waste your time. When you lot came out of Dawn you were like, sis, don't even... <laughs> Well, like, just don't even, don't even look at it. It doesn't exist. Like, literally, it's the Weeping Angels. Don't, 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 just don't, don't. Mm-mm. Leave it. Stop. It's over. Both of you were like, nah, don't. Seriously, walk away. My husband, who even has a penchant, and you guys know, has a penchant for absolute bullshit, is like, ugh. I'm like, oh no. If he's like, ugh, then it's really bad. It is, it's awful. But when Brav's like, sis, you know what? You should watch the Snyder Cut. I'm like, for real? So yeah, you should watch the Snyder Cut. So that's why I kind of want to do this, this bonus episode to kind of jump on what's just out there to get you guys' opinion and just put it out there because it's about time. About time is a decent DC film, man. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Obviously, like I said, keeping it spoiler free. Yeah, spoiler free. Uh, the ending part of of who turns up and whatnot. Mm. If that was allowed to continue, I'll, I would be all in to see how this storyline will pan out. Mm. Well, and to be fair, they actually name dropped quite a few people actually. So, yes. um, so like, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna say who. You can't. And even All I right. like. I know a couple because Clint just, you know, to just to, so here's what happened for in my home. In my home, my husband's like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm like, well, I'm gonna listen to Murder and I'm gonna play Tropico Six. So uh, good luck with that, yo. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. He he watched it. He came out the room and I was like, oh no, he's slightly weeping. It's either that bad <laughs> or that good. And he was like. And then the expletive started, which I can't repeat, where he just oh, went wow. off on a certain person. <laughs> F, and it just went off. I was like, raw, okay, fine. Then he was like, I just want to tell you one thing. Now, you heard that, yeah? One thing. Yeah, he does that. He does that. 45 <laughs> minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> you've just told me half the Blood Clark film. And he's told me who's turned up. And I'm like, but maybe I wanted to watch it now and be kind of go along with the surprise of who's going to turn up. Yeah, but you're not too familiar, so I'm just gonna tell you anyway. Just I'm like, but, but okay, fine. So he tells me, so he's told me some things we turn up, but even so, Bruv's even said stuff that he didn't he didn't cover. So I'm looking forward to giving it a watch, yeah. sitting down and enjoying it myself, preferably I've, where he yeah. can't reach me. I've um, said for me, the only thing, the unfortunate thing, I would love this to get like a limited cinema run because this mm. would look amazing. An IMAX or, or a bloody massive screen. Yeah, I agree. I I would front up thirty pounds, whatnot, just to okay, see okay. this. Okay, oh, calm down. Thirty pounds is a bit much. Right. Hey, why would IMAX are charging these days? Yeah, psh, then you better go to someone's. You better go to like a I don't know, Sydney World or shit. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we, 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 we pay like thirty pounds. Thirty pounds is a game. You know? when, you, when you're paying game prices, like, mm, to sit down, <laughs> to sit, 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 sit down on someone else's house, technically. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, nah, sorry. And not providing well, a free meal. If you're in the UK, you can watch it now on Sky Cinema's Pass. Oh or yeah, on, and... or on or on Now TV, you can watch it. Yeah, and Sky need to, still need to apologize <coughs> here to the thousands of people. Who oh wait, did, did they do something mad like they put on a, a yeah, romantic oh, comedy I instead? Yeah, wow. I saw it. They for days they're hyping up. Watch the Snyder Cut, seven a.m. on Thursday morning. Okay, my day off. Turned over to see the following. The film's about to start. I thought, oh yeah, here it comes. Due to uh, some unfortunate incident, we had to change the film. And up came some romantic rom-com starring Sarah Jessica Parker. Wow. In 2006. Wow, intern fired. What yep. happened? And boy, the internet really, well and truly mm. was undefeated that day. Because Sky got cut. This happens to you a lot, big man. Actually, it happened to us. It happened to us when we started watching... It did happen. Oh my god! Yeah, we were watching. We were watching. We were supposed to be watching Star Wars, but it was um, Pitch Perfect Three. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> god, that was so confusing. I remember I was in a bar when I got that message from you, and I was cracking up. I thought, how is that possible in the cinema? Yeah, it's the fact that everyone's looking around, like saying, like that grinning kind of. <laughs> is this a joke? Are you? I mean, basically, you had to wait like a little, what, had to wait like an hour, or half an hour, an hour, to listen, yeah, an yeah, hour to yeah, to watch. Yeah, that's, oh like, my God. that's some bullshit right there. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap this up, so in your opinion, big man, Snyder Cut, Justice League, watch it or bin it? Oh no, I'm at one hundred percent watch it. Bruv, Snyder Cut, watch or bin it? It's all right. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> say it's all right. No, no. no I to- totally watch it. Definitely is worth. It. Definitely worth your time. Definitely worth okay. your time. Okay. Uh, for everyone from that, I'm definitely going to give it a watch. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. We just thought we'd try something new, just jump on quickly because I know everyone's talking about it. So I thought we just 
and sprinkling our seasoning to the general spice of what's going on. So uh, hope you enjoyed what you had to say. And uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I guess the guys have spoken. So what are you doing sitting here, man? Go watch the Snyder Cut. Tell us about it. Embrace it. Let us know what you think. Definitely, definitely. Voice like chocolate, Ray Fisher. Voice like chocolate. Big up to Ray Fisher. And big up to Robbie G. Every time. Robbie G! Robbie G! Every time. Every time. Yeah. Send you to Ventures at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe. Later. Bye. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.